I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining me. We are rounding out the year 2022, and this year for me has been one wild journey. I moved my family across the country, um, work, job, had a new baby, um, house, moving, and then dealing with a lot of um health issues in my family this year and been quite the journey and yet the blessings of moving through it all have been so apparent on the other side <laughs> not necessarily going through it but des- definitely on the other side of it all in this episode I'm so I am honored to bring Leslie Worth to this podcast her and I have had this really cool relationship um we talk about it probably for the past year and a half. She reached out to me and thanked me for some posts that I did and content. And um, I've just really connected with her in this episode specifically. When we recorded it, I was going through a really rough time um, just dealing with the health of my wife and just a lot going on. And yet so much beauty comes from this ep- episode. And Leslie is an incredibly divine, powerful, authentic God-loving, truth-loving, sovereign-loving, holy-living being. And I'm so excited that you get to hear this conversation, and I pray that it blesses you along your journey. So without any further delay, enjoy. My dear sister, my sweet, sweet sister, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. As I said in the intro, everyone, Leslie and I have had a really beautiful connection for some time now and we've kind of like danced around um the connection and then we finally had a call and it was amazing and definitely in alignment and so thank you for coming on the podcast yeah i'm so glad to be here thank you for having me um there's so much we could talk about the world is so wild <laughs> our our journeys have been so wild to come to this place but you know what's so beautiful is our mission is so similar yeah and um, talk about, you know, one of the things I really wanted to hear from you or I wanted people to hear is your heart and, and your mission mm-hmm. um, today. So before I guess we get into that, you want to share your story and your background and and what you what brought you to this point now? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's so much I could share, but I think when you said, you know, your heart. Mm. It actually was a gift for me in this moment because I feel like I've been in my head today just to be transparent. And it instantly brought me back to the truth of what matters. And Mm. um, I feel that our heart is this connection to the divine, this connection to our soul. And, you know, a lot of indigenous cultures believe that that's where the seat of the soul is. And so we can hear guidance through that place. 
And when we live from that, I've learned for me, my personality self is definitely learning a lot, you know, because my mind maybe not as evolved as my heart space or as my soul wisdom is. Mm. And so my mission is to provide people with tools, with conversations and with the grace to be able to heal themselves through using their heart, through their connection to the divine and to really normalize the human experience in that process. Because I think that there's in the self-help world, there's a lot of showmanship as well, unfortunately, that shows up and it's certainly not everyone, but you can feel the authentic beings and you can feel the power they carry. And I want to invite more of that and more dialogue around, um, you know, the, the power of humility, the power of God, the power of the light, and to love up on all these other things that we're, our soul is going through as we navigate this. Mm. So you, <laughs> oh, beautiful. Uh, we are recording on Wednesday, the 23rd. So for everyone listening. Um, I don't know when this will air, but I put a podcast out this morning. Talk, and the title of it was Trauma Imprints and Grace. And just you mm. said grace and grace came through so heavy today. It gives me chills. Um, grace. We just, you know, one of the things that's beautiful of our <laughs> conversation before is reclaiming these words that have been hijacked and taken for rides and abused and manipulated and by all sorts of people and modalities perhaps. But this concept of grace is what I felt today when I shared in this podcast is it's always present. It's ever present. It's the love of God is ever present. It's just, we forget sometimes to receive it intentionally. Just that, that I'm just so glad you said that word. It's incredible. I haven't, I've never, I don't think I've ever titled a podcast grace. I've never talked about grace today, but here uh, you've here said we are. Grace and here we are. Yeah. I love that you're saying that too so much because I actually have some chills because mm. I feel like you said, it can be this word that's like spiritual jargon, mm. but that's very different than the purity of it and the power of it and being able to work with it meaning open to it, asking for help, you know, letting it come in and support us and not feeling like we have to do it all on our own. Right. Yeah. How, tell me your, share your journey. You have really beautiful perspective. Um, yeah. Just share your journey of how you got to this place. How are we talking? You know, you're, 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 you grew up and, and your spiritual path I think is really unique and cool. So share that journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in the Midwest in a farm town in the middle of nowhere. Um, A tomboy jumping off roofs in and out of the ER constantly, just total nature person. And what what state? Minnesota. Minnesota. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And then I moved out to California when I was 22 and did the whole LA scene for 10 years, which was fun for like two years. (laughs) And then, um, yeah. And then I went to grad school there and, um, got my master's in spiritual psychology and Mm. went on to, um, live kind of all over California and Hawaii a little bit. 
but the the journey for me has always been just this deep desire to for two things one to know the truth and what that meant for me was like the highest truth possible. And the reason that mattered was because I was suffering as a kid, right? Like I didn't, it isn't some um, mental thing. It was like, okay, my brain, my thoughts are not helping me. So yeah. how do I, what can I find that's bigger than that? Mm. Affirmations didn't work for me. Um, I didn't really love myself. You know, I didn't have much support. I kind of took took care of myself a lot emotionally. And so I was scared a lot and I relied on God for everything basically. Mm -hmm. Right. And I ended up getting sick at about 36 and going from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor and nobody could help me. And I would go to healers and they would just, there was just a lot of like spiritual bypassing in the way that they were approaching me. And I realized that nobody could really hold space for my anger mm -hmm. and nobody could really hold space for um, what was authentically true. They were always trying and very well-intentioned, right? They were very well-intentioned, but they were trying to get me to the other side of what I was going through because that was maybe the quote unquote spiritual place to be in the place of um, acceptance or all of these things that are of course important, but I was really needing at that time somebody to say, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be grieving. It's okay to be afraid and like, let that out. Let's go, like bring it. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I started to become that for myself and just started working very strongly or regularly with the divine because I didn't, you know, at one point I didn't even know if my brain would work again. I couldn't add numbers. I could barely walk. There was all these things happening where I had no choice but to go past my mind and try to hear my soul's guidance because I didn't even know if I would be able to function properly again. Wow. Wow. And that was the beginning of starting to receive really beautiful guidance that came through like in symbols and, and images and these different ways that I began to cultivate that deeper connection and be able to hear, which has just grown over time. Mm, yeah. Um, the holding space. Mm -hmm. So critical to, it, it's such a basic human desire for having another person just hold simply hold space. And yet most of us until we've actually had someone hold space don't even know that we're lacking this desire i think mm -hmm. when um before i went into a container that could hold space for my trauma like you like you were saying these they just want to get you to the other side or like i was in the christian loop so it was like well, forgive and repent and confess your sins and live holy and live sanctified and like oh god okay well how much to not swear don't don't drink don't do it I'm like it was like trying to box me into this place where it was like if you're on the shelf you'll be okay and i'm like i, I want to burn the shelf i want to burn the shelf down i want to burn it all down <laughs> like, um, <laughs> oh my gosh not the uh, container that uh i'm here to be in until someone <laughs> held space for me and it was like hmm and it's such a beautiful thing for you to share that you could hold space for yourself. I think that's that that is the truest gift. Um, try not to cry. That is the truest gift mm -hmm. is to be able to hold 
space for ourselves so that we can hold space for others. And in that place, in holding space, there's no judgment. And like you're saying, right. it's just seeking truth. It's just hearing truth and being in truth. And, and I want to make this about you. I just, so many things have, I've been, I've been on this journey. I, I haven't, I've, today was the first podcast I posted um, since early October, been going through just a, a lot. And yesterday I really felt like I hit my max. Um, mm. My wife's been dealing with a lot of really scary health issues. Friday night, she passed out in the middle of the night, mm. smashed her face into the wall, mm. bleeding unconscious. And my oldest as a, she came downstairs and it's like, mom, I don't feel well. So she had a fever and I got a baby and I'm like, you like the world's nuts, you know? And I'm like at the peak mm. of my just trying to hold things together. And I, this is not about me. I, I just share like how it would tie this back. Um, and I took my called 911. The EMTs came, they did all these tests and she's been going to neurologists and EMT, we can't figure out what's, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And, um, I thought she was dead. She wouldn't respond. It was scary. I mean, it was, it was just bleeding. It was terrible. Um, and then the next day we come home and she, norm like naturally wanted my like emotional mm. she wanted me to be close emotionally and i was like holding it down getting the kids ready taking it like i was just in execute mode and and i was getting really angry not at her but i just felt anger and so i went for a drive and i just god and i have these drag out like <laughs> like <laughs> Like my life has been so hard and so beautiful at the same time. There's been this complete opposite dualities. And so I scream and yell as loud as I could. And then I realized, and this is what I want to relate back to you. just about holding, holding space. When I was young and I could not, I, I had no sense of self because it was always taken from me physically and <laughs> in every category. Then my mom wanted me to protect. She, I became the emotional husband for my mom. Mm -hmm. And so she would like take from me emotionally. And then I'm just trying to like survive, not get violated in every category physically. And it was like, uh, so I didn't know why all this anger was coming up until I went and like had to yell, scream my brains out. And then, and be really angry with God. And then I've like, he showed me, here's why you're angry. You're angry that, and, and I was like, wow, I don't, I mean, I feel on the other side of this veil that I, I, hmm. it is possible to, for me sharing with you, my dear sister, that I can, if I choose go through this veil and be on the other side where I'm purely back giving emotionally in these very traumatic situations. And I told my wife yesterday, cause I was explaining this to her. I'm like, I don't know if I want to, and it's the very mm -hmm. first time that I have like put a comma or a pause on this healing journey where I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know it's possible but I had to hold space for, I'm only bringing this up. It's like, I had to hold space for myself to be like, whoa, is that right or wrong? Mm -hmm. It just is. And I was almost like, will it, I dissolve into the etheric nature back into the oneness. If I did go through this portal, because it is like the utter mm -hmm. 
essence of like there is i have no more ego container at that point it's like i dissolve i feel like i would like dissolve away i don't even know how to describe it and i'm just sharing this with you as like holding space for oneself i mean i'm in this like right now um had I not been able to hold space for myself, I wouldn't have been able to share it to my wife. And she knows my whole, you know, we're her and I have been in this journey together. So she was like, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. You know, and she didn't feel the rejection of me not being able to like, should be lovey, dovey, cuddly. I'm like, all right, what else? Do you need food? Do you need water? Do you need, you know, can I get you a blanket? Like, can I'm uh, just pure execute mode. And, um, mm. you anyway, know, just share all that. Cause I feel like I needed to share that with you. And also, the holding space it's like no judgment is it right or wrong good or bad just is the isness of it all you know i love that you shared all that it actually i can relate hmm. and i feel if i don't know if this will make sense to you but i feel like that is your heart like my heart feels so connected and and i feel connected to it listening to your truth of your experience and it's like that is there's this a dance there's this dance that we do of um our brains tend to separate us if that makes sense so it's like why can't that be the most beautiful loving godly thing you do to be angry at the fact that you've had enough in that moment yeah yeah you know and it's like just that feeling of when's it I'm you know I'm putting words in your mouth but I because I can relate I'm going yeah I've been feeling like when's it my turn when do I get a break why is this so difficult you know like just feeling those feelings that doesn't take away from the grace the beauty the Mm -hmm. light it's like the mind is what separates that And so I always think, well, no, I am going to be angry. I'm going to express my anger. I'm going to yell like I yell too. And ultimately that is the, the thing that allows I've learned over time, the most grace guidance love to come in because I will kind of blow open a hole Mm -hmm. in space for that to come to me, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Right. So the way through is not always the the pretty put together journey and it's i just feel like this is what healing and connection really is is it's these parts of us going to god and being like help me what the f you know and and being able <laughs> yeah. to do that you know yeah. it's okay yeah. to do that yeah yeah the um i don't know this time and space that we're in is just so there's so many people go, we're all, I think I've been, I can't speak for everyone, but I can't think of a person I'm closely related to, um, or in relation to that isn't going through something. It feels like everyone is going through something right now. Um, and it's almost, and I see it as a gift, but it's also, and this just comes back to holding space. Like it's okay to yell. It's okay to yell at God. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, God can take like, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if anybody can take oh, it, it's God, God right? God it's not so much it. people. <laughs> God can take it. And it's almost funny too. It's like, he knows what's in our heart. He is waiting for us to just let it 
loose. Like he doesn't care about the beauty. Mm -hmm. The beauty is in letting it loose. The beauty is in the release. The beauty is in the surrender. The beauty is not Mm -hmm. in the buttoned up Mm -mm. white robed, you know, for formality, right? There can Mm -hmm. be beauty in that, but I'm just saying that's not necessarily where beauty is found. And I think uh, maybe it's just me and maybe it's, I I think you feel this way too, but I would, I just sense that people are hungry for authenticity, hungry for, you know, they want that space to go to. They want the people that they can trust. They want the people that are not going to miss their light because of all their stuff coming up. And, Mm. you know, this has been a commoditized thing, the healing journey. Unfortunately, there's a lot of great marketing plans. There's a lot of great talk. And again, I'm not trying to sound negative to people. I'm about people. I'm just saying that there is a desire in all of our hearts to be loved, seen, worked with, you know, and honored. And Mm -hmm. I think that we can't do that for each other if we don't know how to do that for ourselves. And so when you are doing that for yourself, you are that safe haven for someone else because Mm -hmm. you, you step up for yourself and you're authentic and real with you. Yeah. 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 It's, um, this is funny. You're talking about, the the healing world um this morning i was i i a really beautiful brother friend of mine very successful many patents to his name he's just brilliant guy he's a wild wild beautiful soul um and everything he's introduced me to in my life has helped me heal he's he's been kind of this forebear for me and introduced me to things and then i join it and, and it's been incredible and he introduced me to this coach that, uh, or the coach of coaches or whatever, and it's helps on there, you know, and he, I knew the sales process, he's taking me down and I'm aware of, you know, the questions he's asking me, but I liked them. And so I'm like opening mm-hmm. up to him, and, and then I got to the point where I was like, you know, maybe I'll work with you maybe not. And I'll talk to you after the holiday. But this morning I got on my knees as praying. I'm like, I God, seriously, I don't want, Hey, I want the monetary blessings in this world, but I don't want to monetize healing. It just seems so antichrist in a way, but it seems like at the same time, there's no form that I can't, I don't, it's almost like taking something so holy and pure and then putting it in a factory and then jump, you know, making these little boxes, like, here you go, here you go. It's like no different than I, in Christianity, it's like, oh, if you say the sinner's prayer, it's like, you know, congratulations, you're you're totally transformed. Like, well, I just said that, like, <laughs> so trite. And um, I don't know what I'm sharing other than there is this purity that this like true, authentic, holy wind and every time i talk to you i really like you're, i'm talking you're listening but i really love <laughs> like this space you're holding it's like the, i can feel it's like this wind this movement this beauty and it's not to be commercialized and it's not to be um that's where the humility comes in that you're talking about you know and it's like if i can box it up and it's like well that's takes away the the reverence of it or something or the be careful don't touch it with dirty hands type feel and i don't mean god i just mean this whole space of healing the soul and coming back Mm. to the heart like that is this that's the 
I would say like the purest treasure of our existence. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you bring that up because I was talking about this with another person too. And I, I completely hear you. I understand it's, there is a sacredness and it should be available to everybody, no matter what their financial situation is. And at the same time, I personally feel like I've been in training to do what I do my whole life and Mm. that I should be compensated fairly for it. But I come, I come with a pure heart. If that makes sense. I come well, and I I have to be careful with that because every time I say I am something I'm shown where I'm not. (laughs) So I better be careful, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I could change all sorts of things about my bio and I could flip this up to be a money-making thing, or I can bring the messages through that are most important and stick with that connection. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that I, that we shouldn't be compensated. It's like almost like the compensation should be there because I, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I'm wrestling with this right now. Mm-hmm. And you're, mm-hmm. and, um, well, it's like, what are where are you coming with? Cause you can feel, you can feel like when I was in the coaching industry for a long time, mm-hmm. um, years ago, and, and then I left and I worked in end of life for six years and now I'm back doing, you know, I'm teaching and, right. um, working m- more mentorship, but, I left for two reasons. One, my, my health at that point that I alluded to before went down the toilet. And then number two, though, I was listening to people lie to themselves about what they were doing. So for like, Mm. best way to put it is, um, yes, I'm going to charge this much because I'm going to do this, this, and this for this person. And ultimately I'm serving them. That was the big thing I'm serving them. And, um, yet it was, everybody was reading the exact same book. Everybody was using the exact same language. Everybody was following the exact same formula. Right. And then I was just like, well, hold on a second. Would you say everything you just said to that person if you weren't charging at the end? Mm. That's where you know where you're coming from. That's so good. That is so good. Right. That's it. That is so good. That is so beautiful and pure. So I feel like if you would say the same things, if you would help in the same way, Mm. even with not that you have to give the same because you, there has to be that exchange, but you know what I'm saying, right? You would still offer the same language, the same path paid or not. You'll know where you're at inside of you. And that's where we need to be checking is ourselves. Mm. There's this book called getting naked um, by Patrick Lencioni and it radically transformed because I had my own agency for, for many years and 12 full-time employees. And it was just a small little company, but um it was a beautiful company and did a lot of great, great work. But I read this book called getting naked and it was, and it gave me, I had a spiritual um, moment reading this book. And the whole point of it was give, it's kind of like the go giver that book. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's like in sales meetings, just give your ideas away. And if the comp, if the right company wants to work with you, they'll work with you and pay it, pay for, for more of your ideas, but if they take your idea and run with it and don't work with you, that shows you they're not the right person you'd mm. want to work with in the first place. And it gave me, cause I'm always giving ideas. Like, we do this, this, and this. And I've had companies take those ideas and I can see them right now as the companies that people would know and buy from that. I gave those ideas just in, cause I'm excited. Mm. And then I was like, is that right or wrong? And that book was like, no, it's the right, it, be authentically 
you. And so I feel like it's very similar in the fact of like, if you're going to love and serve people, love and serve them, regardless of if there's a pay structure tied to it or, or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you, it, it just feels so good inside. It just feels so good inside to support others. And there's so many people suffering. You know, this woman reached out to me the other day who's domestically abused. And I'm, I'm starting to, to teach um, for abuse survivors as well. And it's amazing even to hear her talk to me about like how she wants to be positive and how she wants to be um, conscious and how she wants to be all these things. And I'm working with her in a little, a little bit. And I gave her like 30 minutes, like no charge. Not that I was even thinking in that way, but I'm just like, how can I show up and serve right now and, and be of help? Because why wouldn't you? Right. Somebody's suffering. Right. And um, I think I, I'm bringing this up for that purpose. But then also it was amazing to listen to her battling inside of herself after just being beaten up mm. on if she should, how to be conscious, how to be positive, how to be healing. And so we had this conversation about, Number one is deal with the trauma, because if you're working on your auric field and your energetic body and your intuition, which is a lot of what I kind of talk with people about normally, but you don't address the physical, you don't address the trauma. It's just going to be mayhem. It's mm -hmm. just totally crazy. Right. And so I'm bringing that up. I think it just came to me, but also this invitation again, to like, keep our feet on the ground with whatever we're doing, because actually the more we open up spiritually, the more rooted we have to be. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So, um, what has been your, um, who, who is the gal that you studied with or studying under? I, I remember like early on, you posted photos that I, Amma. You know, yeah. Tell me that journey. Yeah. So I, when I was, I'm 42. So when I was 28, I was seeing a healer who looked at me. And she looked at my heart. I've, I've been, I've never experienced anything like this. She just, I'm hello. Nice to meet you. We sit down. She looks at me and she looks then up at my face and she's like, who's the man with the dark skin and the shaved head and the brown eyes. And I was like, what is happening right now? And she just said, he said in your heart. And I just started crying. I was like, that's my ex. Mm. And she had that gift of being able to see, and I needed to release him from my heart. There was pain there. Mm. And she was the person that introduced me to Ama. And Ama is a, what people call an avatar, like a realized being that comes back to the earth to support us in healing and to awaken the planet. Mm. And she's done more humanitarian work than anybody that's ever existed. I mean, it's, it's insane. She sleeps like an hour a night. Mm. That's it for many, many years. Really doesn't eat or drink much of anything. Um, and all she does is support people in their, in their healing. And she actually supported me. I had a, a physical thing going on after 12 years, she healed it just instantly. Yeah. And wow, yeah, yeah. I told her and I felt all this energy come bursting through the top of my head. I was like high, like vibrating for like three days, could barely sleep just off my rocker with Shakti energy wow. and it, it healed instantly. Yeah. Wow. She's I unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. The what what's the book that I read? Oh, the autobiography of a yogi learning all those different um, and India is so fascinating. The land, the energy, their the lore, the spirituality, the the blue beans, these like it's just incredible 
to to see the actualization of mm-hmm. the desire in practice, like these mm-hmm. sleeping an hour a night and actually being that which I don't know about you, but I felt like, man, I want to be that, but also I don't know if I want to give that which it takes to be that, or, you know, I like wrestle with these things, which is what I was talking about getting put on this shelf in Christianity. Like I was fasting mm. from Sunday night to Tuesday morning. I was praying two hours a day. I was mm. thriving so hard to be this like etheric hmm. being like I thought like my skin should be like the clothing to the Holy spirit where I had no more sense of self, but then I realized, but anyway, my point is I, I find these being so, I'm so thankful they exist. I'm mm-hmm. so thankful. And yet so many of them come from, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what it is. It's just the Western culture just is such a machine that eats mm-hmm. away the human soul. I think is maybe what I'm, they just don't have that machinery hijacking all the time or jackhammering against them. Yeah. I'm, well, we're a very materially rich place where they're a very spiritually rich place. And it's not that they can't cross over and that there's not beautiful, you know, temples and gold and all of these amazing things there. And that there's not deeply spiritual people here, but as a collective, you know, it's very different. And the richness there is of the spirit is of the heart. And, um, as I listen to you talk about your experience, it's just, maybe this is just my interpretation, but it's just this yearning in you that is so beautiful and powerful that then got like messed with by these external forces that weren't necessarily how you would have done it. It didn't allow it to blossom organically in you from your heart versus if I do it this way from the mind. Right. And just that's, I think how things change is just start that organic yearning. And I really think if we go back to that idea of grace, you know, people sometimes think they have to earn it, which we both know isn't true. It just take, I mean, look at a drunk who's like all of a sudden sober because this grace just come in or came in, excuse me. But it's, I think that a yearning heart, a heart that deeply yearns Mm. for love, for support, for grace, for truth to come in is a magnet Mm. for that. I think it's literally a magnet. And that are, that's why yelling and screaming and being angry and having this huge human experience doesn't deter grace. It's like that. It's like some part of us is like, just stop this. But the, what is under that, that heart that's saying, God come or God awaken in me. Right. So they work together. They work together. And when we can allow that whole part of us to exist, this whole experience of being human and this whole thing to be this holy awakening that doesn't have to look like a neat, tidy bow. It just matters is what is our heart yearning for? Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Um, this concept of truth, I, you and I, it's, I mean, just hearing you, I'm like, of course, like, this is just a continuation of our other conversation that felt like just the other day, even though it's probably been a few months now. And, and, um, this concept of truth, I've always, my journey of seeking truth has been like, I crave truth more than anything and everything. And yet 
in the anger of being in that confused fog of narcissism and gaslighting mm-hmm. and like not knowing what truth is like what seeking truth now i'm at this place where it's like truth exists prior to our conscious awareness of it and that's what mm-hmm. i want to live in like mm-hmm. i want to live in the truth that existed prior to beingness and that uh, and, and i'm reading like manly p hall's the secret teachings of the world or the universe of the ages or whatever and he's breaking down all the the secret teaching schools and 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 i see how all these different teachings genesis one through three contains its own lens on these teachings and i'm like before written word i want to know mm truth mm-hmm. before you know that's like yeah I want to be it's the purity of it purity of it in it from it mm-hmm. through it by it with it like all of it and yet here i am getting pissed off that I'm like being in a mad capacity but it's like maybe that's just part of the experience of understanding it i don't know yeah <sighs> so wild it's like living in duality, truly understanding like this. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. I, this is about you. And I really want to hear. No, I enjoy listening. Incredible <laughs> space holder for this. <laughs> um, like, that's the duality, right? It's like living here now, like this is a windscreen on a mic and this is all very, we're sitting in front of computers and, but then our heart craving that, that which is above, beyond, through, in, by all the truth, like. That really, think, yeah, that anger though, that you're talking about is like, that to me is the door in a way mm. we think of meditation as the door. We think of the right X, Y, and Z as the door, which they are doors. They're beautiful doors, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But so is anger. So is rage because you sit in that and you say, please come in. You open that door and you ask for help. What other kind of door is there, right? You open that door in meditation to find the light. They're both beautiful doors. Mm. So if we use things Hmm. we can use everything for that truth that is a good word i'm gonna have i'm gonna sit with that for a long time that is a good word i've never i've never even entertained that before and that is really beautiful well i think if you've had enough you being any of us (laughs) of something whatever it is you know for some people it's abuse for some people it's um poverty or illness or whatever it is um these are those are the times where life is shaping you into being in a position where there is no nothing else you can rely on but that truth and so again it's like then if we're looking from the top down at our own lives and we see from our highest perspective from the eyes of compassion at every good thing we've done at every brilliant way we've shown up at every brave moment that we've had and asked for help or opened our heart or cried our tears or let somebody come into our home or took care of a family member or you know whatever it is that we're doing or even if we fell on our face but we got back up even if it's two months later like I think again we're so afraid to like say I'm not okay right now and and to just all of those things are bringing us back to the truth if our heart yearns for it. it's the yearning heart 
at the end of the day. And so how can we not see this human experience as the most sacred thing our soul chose to do? Hmm. It's just a thought. I mean, I really see it as holy. I, I just, I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want that for anybody, but I think we're so afraid of it and we, we separate it from the light when it's not separate. It's so, it, I love that we're, it's a, uh... Well, yesterday I'm, I'm seeing, cause I was really angry. And, um, when I went on, on that car ride I mean, God and I have, if he was a physical being, I would <laughs> fight him to the death. I had just not cause I hate him. I love him so much, but I'm so angry at, at this mm-hmm. whole, all the crap that I've had to go through. And, mm-hmm. um, and yesterday I was wrestling with like, Jesus said, be angry and sin not like it was a commandment. And I didn't yesterday understand, like, what does this mean? I understand the sin not means to stay in love. So it can be angry and stay in love. But now as you're sharing, this is like what I'm saying. I've never heard this, this, this other, that the anger is also the portal to, to say enough and maybe God is just waiting for, because he can outlast the fight. You know, that's the funny thing. It's like, are you done? Are you done? Are you not done? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll wait a little longer. Okay. All right. I've got, a, I've got eternity. <laughs> exactly. When are you done? And that is such a, um, mm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I want to say I'm done. I'm done. Done with the poverty, done with the, the, the pain done with the it's like as much as there's pain there has to be the blessing of the you know can i share something really vulnerable about that okay so i've like i said i've been kind of in it myself lately and um it's been really interesting you said the word blessing maybe you can shed some light on this Mm. but i've been you know doing the whole angry conversation too and just like like my thing generally is what do you want from me like mm-hmm. what, what do I have to, and I don't mean it consciously, but I'm, you know, so I've tried to trace that back to like, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's not a performance of if I'm good, then I'll be blessed as much as I think it's like this um, sarcastic way of being like, I'm doing everything I can. What, you know, that kind of energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I've been in this for a lot lately and uh, related to some things going on with my health. And I keep hearing blessing, blessing blessing. And I'm like, so am I, is this a blessing? Are you blessing me? Like, am I supposed to ask for a blessing? (laughs) Like, but I, and that's my mind getting involved. Right. But it's a very interesting thing. And I don't know. I think there's certain things we can't figure out till you look back. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, or a couple of days ago, maybe at the grocery store. Yeah. It wasn't yesterday, but at the grocery store, um, I used to say, God bless you to people all the time. And then I just stopped saying, God bless you. <clears throat> and this lady was working her butt off checking. It was like, no one's working. And the lines were like 30 deep. It was crazy. And this old 75 year old woman, maybe older. I mean, she was certainly well, I mean, she was late seventies is begging groceries as an employee. And I'm like, where are the young 16 year old kids? Like what's Mm. happening? So I get in this conversation with them and 
I asked them where all the kids, they said their kids don't want to work anymore. They can't get kids. It wasn't like a generational thing. I'm like, wow, kids these days, no, like, <laughs> kids don't want to work where there's no kid. There was no young kids working. It was like elderly people that still need money. And then it was, mm. it was a, it was jolting. And I just saw these two women working so hard, feeling the energy of everyone pissed off in line, everyone mm. angry. And here they just continue to this. And so it was interesting. I told her yesterday and I didn't think about it. It wasn't conscious. It just came out. I was like, God bless you. And she looked at me and I still can feel it in my heart. And right I was like, it did something to her, mm. it did something to me and it did something to her. And it wasn't like, a. It, it was it wasn't a platitude it was like truly intentional blessing to her and so this concept of blessing and when you're hearing this i'm like what is this what is a blessing and what is a curse mm-hmm. um i know there are opposites there there's the verse in proverbs 333 and in um, the bible says for the curse of the lord is in the house of the wicked but he blesseth the habitation of the just and it's like, there's a curse. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked. So when we walk into the house, it's not that he curses us. It's that the house already has the curse in it. So when we choose to go into it, we're going to experience things that are not a blessing, but then, but he blesses <laughs> the habitation of the just. So what is just, and I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> what is this concept of blessing when you're hearing blessing, but we're going through trauma. And I say blessing to her where she is like, totally like holding barely on while all these people are pissed off in line. And I was like, there's something that I think, I don't know why I'm sharing this. Just like blessing is like a higher plane of perspective. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. From the going through whatever it is. That was what was coming up for me too. When you were talking, cause I, I do have this, I don't know, ability to hear, right. To hear guidance. And there's been this very, Uh, interesting dance with that, right? Because my human self is still having her experience. And sometimes I feel really connected and like I'm on the same plane and it's, it's great. And other times I'm, I'm kind of like stomping my foot and I'm getting this really beautiful guidance. Mm -hmm. So I'm having to grow up into that guidance to meet it or to let it in to help me heal. And so as you're talking, it's like, I, I, have been hearing this too. You chose this. You you chose this as a spirit, you know, and you know that phrase too. Like when people say it from the worst place possible, like somebody's just diagnosed and they're like, well, your soul chose this. And it's like, stop being an asshole. Like wipe their tears, help them out. Like come on. But I you know that comes like nine months later when you say that. Yeah. But um but it is something trying to tell me, hey, this isn't really what you think it is. Your soul chose this and I was seeing this white canvas and it was like truly like I understood lifetime after lifetime after lifetime after lifetime was being wiped out through what I've been walking the last two years and it was like you are choosing to completely pay off in in a way all of that and to learn what you needed to to have a soul that could truly serve. And that doesn't mean that my human self can't get annoyed in the process and also be totally grateful and amazed in the process. We can hold all of it. Right. Yeah. But it is that higher view. Like you're saying, that's why I'm sharing that. It's like this higher idea of like, maybe this is a real blessing. And you're like, well, wait, what? (laughs) Hold on. You know, Uh. 
as as much as we're going through right now, all of us, I, I told my wife, because I've had these visions. I think I talked to you about these healing visions. I, I've had the, I, I mean, I can feel it. I know that they've, it's almost, I know they've already happened. I just haven't mm-hmm. physically walked through them yet. I, I know mm-hmm. what's coming and is it in different dimension realm? I don't know, but I told my wife, I said, it would be the greatest mm-hmm. curse. It's talking about blessing curses. It would be the greatest curse, the most cruel and unimaginable curse to me. If I have held these as visceral, these visions, I've had these dreams. I've had these like there for the healing of the world. I've never sought fame. I've never sought. It's like, we're all, I've been looking at you. Like we're going to stand on stage sometime together. I already know the people that we're meeting right now. I know the events we're going to hold. I know the power of God that will come in. This was all I've seen these since the beginning of time. And I told my wife, I said, it would be the greatest curse and such a cruel God had I held these things and they never came to fruition. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting that it's like the blessing is like the higher perspective of perhaps we're, it's just like, I don't know, until the the gun and the track is fired or the bell rings for the match to start or whatever that like, it's like preparation goes all the way up to the last second and then it, it begins. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like maybe that's what's happening for all of us is it's like, we're, we're there, but there's just the brushing there's the fine away. tuning. The fine mm-hmm. tuning. Yeah. The, it's mm-hmm. like, okay. And to me, I'm like, okay, that helps me get grounded and centered again of. Yeah. Okay. It's such a wild time. Oh, sis. It's a journey for sure. Yeah. Um I want to do I want to do more of these episodes. I won't talk as much, promise. I want to hear from you. I feel like you talked so much in this episode. Um what um you're you've been writing. You yeah. Stuff that you're coming out with. Like share yeah. your heart of where you are and how people can connect with you and and yeah. And- Absolutely. So um, the best way to connect with me is on my website. And because I have a name that is spelled oddly, both first and last name, that can be difficult, but it's leslieworth.com. It's L-E-S-L-E-Y-W-I-R-T-H because there's my email list. And I like to be a lot more open and in depth with people that are on my email list than I am on social media. Um, and you can just share more. So yes, I'm a writer. I'm a poet. I offer something called poetry for healing, which is a six week program that helps women heal, like reclaim their voice, stand behind their emotions, um, use their intuition, connect with the divine. It's, it's this whole bridge we've been talking about the whole time of having your human experience and expressing it, but also being able to tap into the wisdom and the light that you hold and working together, but you're using creativity and spoken word to, to have that journey. Mm. Um, and then I'm just putting the finishing touches probably by the time this is shared, it will be done and up, but on it's called the power of your intuition, Mm. which is a a program that helps women, um, actually learn how their unique intuition works so Mm. that they can understand how their body's talking, how they receive guidance and use it versus is running with a lot of 
just these mainstream ideas of, of what's fear and what's intuition when actually you have to take into consideration what's going on in their life, what their soul blueprint is, how they receive guidance, all of it. So it's mm. allowing them to empower themselves through that connection. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Sis, thank you. <laughs> I just, yeah. Thank you. You're, you're such a, you're a gift to me and a blessing to me. So thank you. This has thank been you. a huge blessing. And, um, I want to do more. I want to do regular. I want to um, share stage with you. I want to create these spaces for people to heal. Hmm. Um, and we will, we will. Yeah. I love what you bring too. I mean, just the fact that you can just step in and have the confidence. This is how we started talking actually. So it's probably a good place to end is you shared something on Instagram. I don't know how we got connected there. You know, how social media is like, God right. only knows, Yeah, but you shared something and I was so moved by your honesty mm. um, because it can be difficult to be leading and also expose where you're struggling in the moment or what's coming up for you because you don't want to be perceived as somebody who can't hold space or that can't help others. I know that you and I understand that that's not true, but mm. sometimes it feels like, well, other people might not get that. So um, just you shared something about you were like leading something. And the next thing I know you're talking about having this huge transformation and you thought you had overcome something, but you completely hadn't. And here you are in this place. And I can't remember the details of it other than just, it really touched me. And I reached out mm -hmm. to you and I was just acknowledging your courage. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just second nature to you. You don't even maybe know you're doing it, but it's a big deal. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't wait for our next episode and conversation. And thank you, sister. Thank you for having me. And God bless you. God, God bless, bless you too. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Let's see what blessings come up. We'll have That's to right. let each other know. That's right. They're coming. Yeah. They're coming. Yeah. Sister Leslie, thank you again. Thanks for holding space for me. I know I talked a lot. Um, and I want to have you back on so we can talk more about what you're up to, but really thank you, sis. You blessed me greatly on this episode and everyone. I hope you are blessed as well. Just hearing that whatever you're going through, other people are also going through something similar, if not the same thing. And so that knowledge of knowing that we are not alone in this journey, that you are not alone. I am walking with you. I share my journey. Um, so you don't feel alone on your journey. That's how I open this podcast. And just know that you're not alone and buckle up. 2023 is going to be mind blowing. It will feel like we're in a sci-fi movie. It will feel like we're in an apocalyptic movie. Uh, how There will be multiple genres being played out at the same time. And yet at the end, when the credits roll and the movies are all done, everything that isn't based in love, truth, beauty, and goodness will be washed away. And what will remain are the souls standing in that love who have stood in the love of God throughout the entire time. And in standing in God's love, when everyone else who might not have been standing in love get knocked down with all the truth that gets revealed in 2023, we will be there to graciously, lovingly, and in mercy, extend our hands, pull them back up and walk towards a new a new earth, a new beginning, 
truth, beauty, and goodness will be the modality by which every single one of us engages each other. No more lies, deception, deceit, narcissists, pain, abusers, all the, all the stuff, all the categories, which you know what I'm talking about. We'll be gone and healing will be what is left. So I love you all. I bless you all. Thank you for joining me in this journey. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. Mm-hmm.